Nine minutes past three. Let's join now New Zealand Herald political reporter Jason Walls to explain what has been going on at the New Zealand First Party Conference. And we also understand that they have a campaign slogan. Jason, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you guys? Good, thanks, Jason. Hey, what's the mood? Uh, given, you know, they haven't had the, the most flashiest uh, numbers in the polls. What's the mood at the conference at the moment? Well, you'd have to say it was upbeat a lot of the time, but that you have to take that with the caveat that these are the party's most faithful supporters. I mean, during the course of the weekend, they've been voting on the the, mon, the mo- most mundane remits of all time, and the, you you just couldn't think of a more um, more passionate group of New Zealand's force, first supporters. So here they were very happy, um, and they were really happy to see Winston Peters as well. And he had a a rock star's welcome when he came into the the party conference this weekend. He was talked up by Derek Ball, one of his MPs, and then he came in and there was this really quiet, melodic choir music. And then he came in the room and it kind of picked up and it got a little bit more rocky. So it was this really not exactly what you'd be expecting from a, a room full of um, more older New Zealanders, shall we say. Not quite Eye of the Tiger, though. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> hey, um, when you say mundane remits, what's an example of something that, um, that they were passing and getting excited about just for fun? Oh, well, a lot of them I actually I tuned out for because they were that boring. But there was there was one of them that was about um, something to do with brake pads. They wanted New Zealand First to adopt a policy that would change the material of brake pads because of skittage and whatnot. But just that sort of level <laughs> of things. Skittage, eh? You've got to be careful. Mm. Change your pads to avoid the skittage. Um, the mundane remits, though, that's a good name for a band. I, I do see that New Zealand First are talking about their old trustee of limiting immigration to 15,000 mm. a year. What sort of reception did that get? Because, I mean, not many people are moving to New Zealand right now. A lot of Kiwis coming back, but not many people moving here. Yeah, well, I actually thought it was kind of ironic because the the party slogan that they unveiled was back your future, but it was pretty much back to the future with a policy like this. I mean, we've seen Winston Peters in New Zealand first put immigration in their crosshairs since basically the, the formation of the party some 27 years ago, almost to the day. And to see that immigration policy come up today at a time where New Zealand literally has almost no immigration because of COVID, well, I thought it was, it was unusual, but at the same time made quite a bit of sense. But what Winston did do today that I hadn't seen him um, do in the past is he said that if he was in government, he would demand the immigration portfolio because um, previous ministers um, of both national and labor um, just haven't done a very good job with the portfolio. And we, after the conference, we um, we quizzed him on this. So we're saying, so are you saying that current immigration minister Ian Lee's Galloway hasn't done a good job? And he basically just said, well, what do you think I mean by that? Hmm. So he didn't confirm it, but at the same time, like he made it clear what he thought. Winston's been everywhere, of course, this week uh, on the airwaves, on the TV, and he's sort of been been reeling out in equal measures uh, his his you know, charm and uh, cantankerousness, if that's a word. What's his tone been um, in the conference itself? Well, it's been upbeat, actually. Um, he, he he came before the conference started, um, or while it was going, rather, on Saturday, and just had a big old chat with the media for more than an hour, really, um, just while things were getting set up. So it was he was in a good mood. He, he lambasted the media a few times, called us clickbait this and bias that, blah, 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 mm, blah, yeah, um, yeah. all the sort of stuff you'll expect from Winston. But um, my, my boss, Audrey Young, who's the Herald's political editor, had a, um, a full spread in the Herald on Saturday, um, basically outlining the coalition agreements and how well the, the, they've done. I think it was upwards of 80%. And Winston has loved this article. He's, he's brought it up on Q&A, The Nation. And in fact, today, he held up um, a copy of the newspaper um, to say how, <laughs> how good it was. So I think it's the <laughs> okay. first time... 
I've seen him actually hold up a copy of the Herald to say, well done. It should make you nervous. It. it should make you a little nervous if he's, if he's loving what you're doing. You must try he's harder. He's set a high bar. He's set a high bar, that's for sure. Um, now, I noticed that he's used the word woke um, quite a lot in the last couple of weeks. So I feel like this is his new word that he's discovered, and it's kind of a buzzword for him to say to distance himself from Labour and the Greens. What's your take? Oh, I, absolutely. I, I remember when he first used it in a tweet which is something unthinkable of Winston Peters, if you'd asked me about five years ago, Winston Peters using the term woke on Twitter. But um, yeah, he's been using it a lot, and he used it today. He called, um, he said that he, New Zealand First has opposed some of the, the woke pixie dust, which was a, an amazing little comment, actually, because it, it automatically got us all reporters sitting up and taking notice just because of the sheer outrageousness of, of what he had said. But yeah, it seems like if he's using um, the Word of the Day app on his phone, sure, I think one of the days... Woke must have been top of that list. Now, they've un- unra- un- unveiled, should I say, um, policy on the universal family benefit with Tracy Martin uh, making the comment that it's not just the Greens that have a, the Greens don't have a monopoly on caring about poverty. Uh, what can you tell us about this policy? We don't know a whole bunch about it, actually, to be quite honest with you. She basically out, um, outlined it in a speech, and we all kind of sat up and took notice because it was essentially what it was, was New Zealand First's first election policy. And so I went over to their people and I said, can I have some more details about this? And they said, oh, no, we haven't got any. So it's, it's been something that she's been working on for a while, but she wasn't able to tell us, and neither was Winston, how much it was going to cost, um, how much... Um, the families would get. But basically, it's a return to the scheme New Zealand had in about ni- the mid-1940s, where every single family in the country got a benefit. Um, we don't, as I said, we don't know how much that is or, or will be, but that sounds like it's something that's going to be fleshed out um, on, the, on the campaign. Uh, you know, he's been taking some parting shots at the Greens and, and, um, and at the Coalition. Does it feel that the relationship between the Coalition partners is just barely going to limp to the finishing line when Parliament shuts? Well, hmm. interesting comments, an interesting question, because what we're seeing is Winston being in election mode. Now, what he needs to do is he needs to put some distance between himself, Labour and the Greens and really show that he's a different party. In fact, today he went, he kept using this phrase, um, we're going to be an insurance policy that New Zealanders can take out. So essentially moderating what he called the extreme left and the extreme right, whatever that might be, um, on whatever government that he goes into. Um, so yeah, I th- it's, it's, been, it's been interesting to see that side of Winston, um, and I'm sure we're going to see more of it um, as the campaign goes along as well. Very quickly, New Zealand first, they obviously have to go up in the polls. Um, if they don't go up in the polls, they have to win Northland. So if they do go up in the polls, who are they most likely taking votes off as you see it now that Judith Collins is leader? Are they taking votes off National, or are they taking votes off Labour? Or Act? Or Act, mm, yeah. I think, I think there will be, they'll be having to take votes off all three of those parties, but just my gut feeling, looking at his speech today, they're probably going to be coming from National, um, because Judith Paul- Collins is such a polarising leader. Some people, she's like, she's like Marmite, you know? You either love her or you hate her, and the people that hate her are going to go over to Winston, because he's saying things like um, he's going to be there to make sure taxes don't go up, or there's not going to be rampant taxation and things like that. And a lot of his rhetoric today was actually quite right-wing at times, especially this woke pixie dust stuff, which will resonate quite well with people with a more conservative background. So you'd probably think that it would be more national supporters that would be more inclined to switch over to Winston's side. Jason Walls, political reporter for the New Zealand Herald. Thank you so much for being on the program. And 17 minutes past three. Politics Central.